What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are back, and I am one half of your host, Steven. And I'm Kyle. And today we have quite a doozy of a show we're putting together, one that hits kind of close to home for you, Kyle. That it does. What is not the best. (laughs) What subject is that? Well, if everybody had to take one giant guess, you'd probably be right. It's about aliens. Yep. And the implants they're leaving behind in their abductees. (laughs) And they're not the good implants either no it's uh it's crazy once you dive down this hole but first we got to get through the business so we will plug that and be right back with our alien implant episode you can catch us at all social media outlets <laughs> outlets yeah that's it facebook twitter instagram youtube uh just hollow sky search us up you'll find us yeah, and you can call us and leave stories or, heck, if you guys just want to talk to us, leave us a message. It's, that'd be cool. But you can reach us at uh one eight seven seven eight zero zero hollow or you can use your voice memo app on your phones, record what you want to record, send it to us. Either way, we'll probably play it on an episode despite whatever you want to say. And uh, for all of our iPhone Apple users... Head on over to the uh, podcast app and leave us a five-star uh, rating and leave us a little, what's the word I'm looking for? A little for something, something. Yeah. A little recommendation. That's not the word. A review. That's it. Leave us a review and we will shout you out. If you Even if you have a one-star, leave it. Yeah. Just give us some criticism. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Yep. Let us know how we're doing. That being said, we have one five-star from this last little uh, hiatus that we will read out, and that is from Ash Dakar. So thank you for your wonderful review and your five-star rating. We appreciate it. It helps us become more visible on the uh, Apple Podcast charts. helps us, like, whenever you type it in, it kind of bounces us up a little bit further every time we get a rating. So keep it up. 
And now that we got all the business out of the way, we will go right into tonight's uh, episode. That is on alien implants. These weird, usually metallic pieces left over inside people who uh, are reported to have been abducted. And, just so happens, Kyle has a story, which we touched on in the first episode, that he's going to uh, reiterate a little bit before we jump into some of the information behind this episode. So, I'm going to throw that over to him to tell all of our listeners about what he experienced. Yeah, so if, if you guys have listened to the first episode, I tell this story and that. But I'll go ahead and uh, retell it for the people who haven't heard it. So there's, it's not a long story, but I can remember one day, I don't know why, but I found this lump in the middle of my chest and it was, I don't know, roughly the size, like half the size of a pea. It was a circle sphere shaped and I can remember picking at it and trying to squeeze it out and it wouldn't come out. So I gave up on it because it started bleeding and then I came back the next day and I picked the scab off, really started squeezing at it, started bleeding again, but I didn't give up. And finally it came out. Now, when it came out, I remember inspecting it. I took a pair of tweezers, squeezed it, and the tweezers bent around it. So it, it told me that it was a, a pretty stout object. And then just for whatever reason, I put it in the sink and just let it go down the sink. Just rinsed it down the drain. Yeah, didn't even... Didn't even think twice about it. Just just let it go. And I've uh, been into reading about aliens and abductions for as long as I can remember, ever since I was little. And I clearly remember people uh, that study this phenomenon talk about uh, people who have these implants, if they ever do get them out, that they're almost like programmed to just discard them, just to not make any big deal. Throw them in the garbage, flush them down the toilet, rinse them down the sink, just as you did. And interestingly enough, my girlfriend had a similar incident with one she found on her forehead, I believe, or something. And when she got it out, she said it was hard. She couldn't squeeze it with her fingernails. And she just rinsed it down the drain as well, just like it was nothing. Yeah, and what's what's even weirder is my mom actually listened to our first episode. And that was one of the things she freaked out about. She's like, why didn't you tell me about this thing in your chest? She's like, when did this happen? Like, what was it? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't even think about it. You know, it's just, I got it out on my own for whatever reason. I mean, I was young. You would have thought that with something weird being in my chest, I probably would have told my mom, especially since I used to, I still kind of am, but I'm a bit of a worry wart when it comes to that type of stuff. You know, you can ask my wife <laughs> when it's typical for men, when you, when a dude gets sick, you just swear up and down you're dying. So, <laughs> man flu. But yeah, I mean, my mom freaked out about it. But it was weird because, like I said, I didn't have any inkling to tell her about it. Just got it out and let it go down the drain. Like you didn't even have a second thought about it. Nope. Well, if you get in and start researching these uh, alien implants, a name that you're going to see pop up over and over and over again is Dr. Roger Lear. He was a surgeon that has removed quite a few of these supposed implants. And he's kind. he was kind of the leading expert on the subject, so to speak. Yeah, because we stumbled across 
some of these forums and stuff and everybody was recommending that anyone who thinks they have something like this, you go to this guy. This is who you got to go to. Yeah, he's wrote wrote quite a few articles on the subject. And one I stumbled across on a you uh, UNX News Magazine, he wrote an article for. I'm going to quote some of the information he pulled and put in this article that he wrote. So, um, I began my research numerous decades ago, but did not leap into the field with ultimate serious motives until about 20 years ago. To date, our research team through nonprofit research organization has performed 17 surgeries for removal of objects from alleged alien abductees suspected of being alien implants. The implants have undergone rigorous examinations by both biological and meteorological scientists associated with some of the world's most prestigious laboratories such as Los Alamos, National Labs, New Mexico Tech, University of Toronto, York University, Southwest Laboratories, and SEAL Laboratories, among numerous others with the same validations. The discoveries have both have been both earth-shattering and proved beyond shadow of a doubt that these objects are non-terrestrial in origin and have been placed in humans all over the world by advanced species for reasons we do not understand. I'm going to go on to list a few of the findings that he has come up with over the years. So, so th- these these findings would be more or less characteristics of the implants and things surrounding the implants. Yeah. Yeah, characteristics of of the human body's reaction to the implants, right, what they're exactly. made of. So here they are. One, no inflammatory or rejection reaction by the bodies for these foreign objects, which is... So right out of the gate, that's abnormal for the body to do. Yeah, exactly. Like if you get a splinter or you get a piece of glass you can't get out of your hand, what's your body normally do? It finds a way to push that back to the surface right. to squeeze it out. Well, with these implants, it doesn't do that. Two, there's no visible portal of entry. So where these are found, there's no scar. Or a puncture mark or anything. Exactly. Collections of specialized nerve endings surrounding the object. So it's almost as if the body is like almost encasing itself to not know it's there. Is what I I bring from it. Like the nerve endings surrounding it to where you don't really know. Kind of like your body's accepting it, like, okay, this is a part of me now. Yeah, yeah. An outer coating of ceramic biological material, which that, what is ceramic biological? It sounds like it's living. Like, maybe like what your fingernails are made out of, or your teeth, possibly. I could see that. Five, a metallic phase where inorganic metal becomes biological tissue. Which is very strange. That is weird. Like some reverse cyborg stuff there. Six, the emission of radio waves, which are deep space frequencies in the FM band. So you would say right right with that statement that it's most likely transmitting or receiving. Yeah, and and why, why else would you need deep space frequencies? You know, like... Right. If you're keeping this shit here on Earth, you don't need to send it somewhere outside of Earth. Seven, electromagnetic fields in excess of 10 milligauss, which I have no idea about electromagnetic fields. I don't either. I'm out of my wheelhouse there, but I'm assuming 10 milligauss is probably in excess of something, and it probably set off a red flag. 
composition of meteoric iron, which is, just as it sounds... Not very common. Irons for meteorites. So unless these people are getting hit with tiny little meteorites, how else would they get in their body? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Rare earth metals such as U-36, a single isotope of uranium existing by itself, as well as elements such as iridium, which is very rare and hard to find in the Earth's crust. So an actual isotope of uranium was found in a person in one of these implants. That's That doesn't sound very safe. No, that's wild. 10. Non-terrestrial isotopic ratios indicating the involved elements did not come from this Earth. So, isotopic ratios that can't be produced here. Yeah, it's not from here at all. The existence of carbon nanotubes, carbon nanostrands, and carbon nanofibers. These entities were considered non-existent in nature, and many scientists made definitive statements that they could also not be created in a laboratory. This has now been reserved as commercial products are being designed and made from this technology. Carbon nanostructures are now the strongest substance known to mankind. The oldest of these was in a specimen taken from one of our surgical patients, which had been in their body for over 46 years, which was old enough to eliminate reverse engineering from UFO crash sites such as Roswell. That's insane. Yeah. So So there's no way... Basically, if I'm understanding this right, there's no way that we could have created this in the given time span that they started pulling these objects out of people. No, exactly. When they found it, it did not come in nature, it could not be produced in nature, and it could not be produced in a lab. Well, as the time goes on, now it can be produced right, in a lab. Right, we figured it out. But it was found well, so long ago that it was even before the first big main UFO crashes were ever, ever went public. So that kind of eliminates reverse engineering that, like, say, the government or scientists could have reverse engineered this, made these on their own, and implanted them into people. Right. So saying so, it had to have come from an outside source. So either we, as a species, figured it out, started creating it on our own at this point, or we were given a helping hand toward the technology. Yeah. The timeline's post and toward the latter. Right. Um, there's also been gold spheres found inside people, which as of yet, they don't know why or what the function is. That's that's interesting and ominous. Was your, what color was yours? Was yours gold? Mine was, you was, mine was black. Black. Yeah, it was, it was like a blackish gray. It's crazy. Yeah, and like I said, it was hard as a rock. Metallic, cav- metallic caverns that are no larger than the diameter of one atom. So you like what kind of production techniques do you have to make such a tiny little cut, I suppose, or whatever cavern it is? Resistance to ordinary cutting techniques, such as metallic sawing or severing with a cutting instrument. One of our specimens could only be cut with a laser. There are also a number of unknown structures seen with the electron microscope, which we do not understand at all. There's an abundance of sodium chloride orthorhombic crystals of varying sizes. This is the same material that's common in ordinary table salt, but the crystals of table salt have no regular shape. Crystals were used for many years in the electronic systems of radios to get multiple frequencies or radio stations. The original 
radio referred to as a crystal salt or as a crystal set which required only the simplest of materials to construct that's kind of weird that they used it is weird salt crystals to catch radio frequencies and they're also found in these so so far what i'm gathering is that it's almost like you now let's assume that this is real because i i believe that it is extremely plausible but it almost seems like they're taking people they're implanting with these things and they're so good at getting them to almost well have our bodies disguise the implants you know for them and then it seems like they're using them to transmit some type of information to them apparently now there are also people who say that the scarier thought is that they're not transmitting information from us to them they're doing it the other way around so they're transmitting stuff to us in order to control us that would be awful which is to most people a rather terrifying thought yeah that's that would be terrible and I mean, there, you know, you look into some of these, these accounts, like there was one from Dr. Lear and it's, it's only labeled as case 15, which you can understand there's, you know, the, the privacy privilege there, but it was a, a man who was married and he lived in Southern California. He had a long history of apparent abductions involving both him and his wife. And he was saying one morning he woke up with a pain in his toe and several small dots of blood on the bed sheet. So he made an appointment the following day with the foot or uh, with the doctor. And he basically withheld the fact that he was an abductee. Well, after kind of going through the, the runaround with the doctor, he admitted that he was an abductee and had heard about the doctor on TV explained everything, told him the stories. So the doctor's like, all right, let's go ahead and get an x-ray and see what's going on. So they got the x-ray. The doctor recommended surgery. Now, in the surgery, he used a device called a C-arm, which is an x-ray, and it kind of projects it on the two TV screens. Now, they, you know, he explains that with this type of machine, you can see, I guess, real time, like the instruments going into the body and the object itself. Well, apparently when he went into the body to retrieve this object, it broke into pieces. And he apparently it was the first one he ever encountered like this. And they got all the pieces out except one. And then so they're, you know, they're taking them out, they're putting them in this like a a little dish. And when they turn around to go back, to get the last piece, it's magically gone. They Weird. Can't, they can't find it. So they're kind of like, okay, well, maybe we just got it all. Well, the pieces that were left in, let's just say this this dish, which also had some of the subject's blood in it, they left them in there overnight. The doctor came back the next day, and all of these pieces had reassembled themselves back into the original shape, which looks to be about kind of like a, a grain of rice. You know, it's like a cylinder shape. So that's that's pretty 
pretty crazy, and he had no explanation as to why this metallic behavior would do this. He could only conclude that the alloys were made of some type of memory metal. What does that? What does that even mean? What is a memory metal? You know, like no idea. It goes on to say that uh, he re-examined the container holding the individual uh, objects and shook them up after he after they came back together, and came back 15 minutes later, and again they had brought themselves back together. And I think they even videoed it, right? I do not know. Yeah. If they did, we'll have yep. to catch it, share it. Yep, definitely did. That's wild. You know, and we... There there are a lot of accounts of this type of stuff going on, apparently. Because the more we get into this episode, you guys are going to start hearing some crazy, crazy stuff. It's almost like when you were reading them to me, it's almost sad. Because these people seem so uh, helpless. Yeah. Like they're terrified that they have no one to listen to them, no one to help what's going on. You know, it's like they're worried about being ridiculed. And Dr. Lear passed away five or six years ago, so now he's not there to help everyone. And it's, right. it's bad. There, there, there are people who are trying to, I guess, fill the gap and take his place, but it doesn't seem like anybody's excelled in this place like he did to add some credence to his uh surgeries and stuff 18 separate and distinctive objects have been removed from individuals who allege alien abduction only one of these objects was of earthly origin which was a piece of crystal like glass produced in low numbers by dow corning glass company so that shows that all of them weren't you know of extraterrestrial origin so i feel like that kind of gives them a little validity being like oh we did have this one that surely came from uh earth and let alone they narrowed it down to one specific glass company so they've got sounds like they've got their shit together to be able to yeah so they're trying they're trying to eliminate it being extraterrestrial they're they're, you know they're they're going into it with a form of skepticism which they should says all the others showed multiple qualities of non-terrestrial origin. The last three cases, surgeries 15, 16, and 17, were by far the most interesting cases from which a specific point of view. This, because the scientific equipment had advanced to the point to where more could be learned about the non-terrestrial aspects. When I first started this research, the equipment was so primitive, we were not able to do the advanced studies we have now been doing routinely. Also an important factor is what earthly science knows about our solar system and the universe. The advent of the Hubble and other satellite telescopes operating at the ultraviolet and infrared light spectrum. Our science now have advanced knowledge what can be applied to research on earthly grounds. Who would ever think that we would discover planets orbiting other suns in large numbers in so-called Goldilocks zones? Even simple things like water was once thought to be confined to our own earthly environment alone. Now we know that the presence of water is probably universal throughout the solar system. Just kind of touches on how the probability of other living, breathing beings has, you know, went up so far with the advancement of our technology and such. Well, yeah, I I mean, I would agree to say that the odds of life out there, in my opinion, are relatively high. I feel like there's probably a better chance of there being something out there than they're not. For sure. Either way, both 
outcomes are terrifying. Either we are completely alone in the universe. Yeah. Or we are not alone in the universe. For sure. Um, these objects show up on x-rays, CAT scans, uh, sonograms. People are even now starting to use stud finders. Some yeah. of these objects, these metal objects, will go off with stud finders, which, funny enough, we just spent like 25 minutes with my <laughs> stud finder trying to find alien implants. Luckily, either it didn't work or I didn't have any, so that's dope. We'll just say you came back clean. Yeah. No studs here. Da-dunch. Ha, ha. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a wild, wild set of circumstances, man. And what's... I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's so messed up. And like you're saying, the people, like we, we stumbled across this website and this is where it gets crazy and interesting at the same time. I think this is the part that's going to get everybody. It's, it, these stories are out of this world. They're, they're insane. But we stumbled across this MUFON website and they, they went into alien implants. So that's what we're trying to study. And then you go down and there's a giant like forum, a public forum of people talking about being abducted and getting implants put into them. And it's just, it is freaking wild. Some of these stories. Yeah. It's like I said, it, it kind of hits me like it's sad. Like people are just begging, begging for help. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, and it's just an, it's just account after account after account after account after account. It's yeah, like, it, the one forum that we I found had over a thousand comments in it. It's either either it's a bunch of people hoaxing, just talking a lot of shit on the internet, or all these people like Doctor Lear tried to be discredited quite a bit in his studies obviously it was a taboo subject him talking about aliens and uh extraterrestrial life being implanted implanting humans like it's it's a especially back then i feel like go into that a little bit because i think that's pretty important to talk about it people try dissecting his work and saying he's doing it for you know basically getting known but why of all things to be, why would you hoax this? This would be the one thing where everybody goes, "This guy's batshit crazy." Yeah, and a lot of people tried to point, tried to pin it on that all of his um, patients had psychological disorders, had were mentally ill. Every single one of them. Well, that's like the mo for just about everything, though. Yeah. So instead of considering all these patients to be suffering from mental illness. Dr. Lear followed the number one basic tenet of good medicine, and that's to find the pathology and remove it. So, as I stated, he got a lot of ridicule. Um, let's break it down like this. Here's three possibilities that uh, people had come up with. I found this uh, post on MUFON by who posted this? Dr. Star Neurohacker came up with three possibilities the whole Dr. Lear implant thing. One, Lear is a complete fraud. 
let's just examine the messenger. He says, Dr. Lear is a board-certified podiatrist. He's worked in the field of surgical medicine for several decades, holding the position as a residency director and lecturing and teaching thousands of students. He has a position of authority and only his reputation to lose. He is not profiting from the patients. Could he be doing this solely for notoriety? If he was garnering patients and implanting them with devices that defy our current understanding of materials and immunological reactions in a way that leaves no detectable scars, then he would better served by telling the te- or selling the technology. It makes no sense for Lear to be perpetrating a hoax of this scale. It's difficult to argue that Dr. Lear is finding something and his examinations are consistent with the summary above. It seems less unlikely based on my expert opinion as a psychiatrist that Dr. Lear is being disingenuous. Our original hypothesis has come to a juncture. There are physical objects and individuals who state that they were removed from their bodies. Therefore, we are stuck with implants that we cannot explain composed of materials that science cannot explain. Possibility 2. The implants are real and Dr. Lear was being hoaxed by some outside source. Based on evidence put forth by Dr. Lear, one must consider the implants do exist. Therefore, we must expand the scope of our original hypothesis and take into account the following to prove or disprove the alien implant hypothesis. The hoaxers are using material from another planet or Los Alamos Labs was in on the hoax. So, where are these guys getting all of their alien material from? Well, like you said before, either way, the outcomes are not good. Yeah. Two, hoaxers are using microscopic scalar antennas, carbon nanotubes, and transmitting a message into deep space far advanced of any technology known to cutting-age science. Which, that wouldn't even make sense as a hoaxer. No. Like, why would you even do that? You're not able to do that. The technology is not there for you to do it, therefore... It's a science point to the aliens. Yeah. Three, it's an elaborate fake alien encounter is being set up to fool the victims into thinking aliens abducted them. This seems like an elaborate end to serve what purpose? Fooling people into thinking they have alien devices implanted in their bodies? If this were the case, then we would expect much more publicity on the subject to market a movie or sell implant scanners. Possibility three. The implants are real and of extraterrestrial origin. In science, one one starts out with something called a null hypothesis. This is a statement based on observed data that takes into account conventional view. Through observation, one tests this hypothesis and then either rejects or accepts it. Before re-examining the null hypothesis, let's talk about tornadoes. Do they exist? I personally have never seen one. I've heard about them, watched movies, even hunkered down when the news stated that one was approaching. However, outside of the video, I've never seen a tornado personally. Do I reject those individuals who tell me they exist? Do I stamp my feet and insist that tornadoes don't exist until I see one with my own eyes? I could take this position, but that would be foolheartedly. The same goes true with implants. At this point, it's difficult to accept our null hypothesis with regards to the implants unless we're going to start denying everything we have not observed with our own eyes. The entire system of justice and religion depend on eyewitness reports. To continue to hold the view that tornadoes and alien implants do not exist and remain consistent, you must also reject the systems of religion and justice as they're both solely based on eyewitness reports. In accordance to rational view, the null hypothesis in this case must be adjusted to state. Alien implants appear to exist and may actually cause human disease. Which brings up a deeper issue. Why is this not a public health concern? 
Well, in some of these stories that I've read, they, you know, the people express their concern about having these implants in them. And their doctor either kind of pawns it off like they're crazy or they go ahead and remove these objects, but sweep it under the table like it nothing happened. It's like they are like they're aware of what's going on and they don't want anybody to even acknowledge it. It's crazy. So, you know, being the one that gets off the deep end here, you know, is it alien implants? Is it both? Is it the government working with aliens? Is it just the government? And any of those options are not very good because to either point, somebody is putting something in our bodies that are not supposed to be there. And like I said before, they're, they're obviously transmitting things. So they're taking and collecting some type of information from us. Or the opposite of, you know, sending information to us to try to influence us or control us, anything like that. Or it could just be a tracking device. That's what I was thinking. What if it's something, you know, less advanced and it's just it's just like tagging cattle? Yeah, well, know? that, I meant to bring it up earlier, but talking about implants brings me to one of the more iconic moments for me from the best tv show ever made the x-files <laughs> but there if you if you if you've watched it you'll know what i'm talking about but there's a part where scully is in a uh a store and she has a vial with her and inside the vials this metal little weird looking chip and she's she just at the time she just has it in her coat pocket she's at the cash register they she they the the cashier checks something, puts it away, and Scully pulls that that vial out and is like, huh. And she runs it over the scanner and just all these numbers start popping up. Like it's a big tra- like a tracking number. And she was, you know, it just is one of them pivotal moments where you're just like, oh shit. Damn. Like that's what this is. Like we, like you said, we are cattle. That's, that's, I feel like it could be as simple as that, you know? It, absolutely, which... At the same time, would also explain the transmissions because if it's a tracking device, it's got to transmit something somewhere. Just watching where you're at, what yeah, you're doing. Which, once again, is it alien? Is it government? Hmm. Does it? T- I mean, l- legitimately, you could run down the religion road with this too, because yeah. a lot of people have worried about our fed chips being put into people. That is the mark of the beast. 666 dog. Yeah, I mean you could you could run down a lot of avenues with this. And it's it, it is nonetheless wild in any direction you go. And it makes me wonder why certain people are implanted and others are not. That's a good question. That's a really good question. Unless we just don't know that we're being implanted. Or if maybe, like, <laughs> the thing I think of is, like, you tag your cattle to keep track of them, but why do you tag cattle? You know, you're eventually going to either use them to be used as meat. <laughs> yeah. Or. Harvest. Yeah. I mean. That's kind of what I thought when I read that, you know, uh, maybe they're just tagged like cattle, and I was like, oh, dang. I don't like that word in conjunction with us. 
harvest. Yeah, just one big supermarket. But I think, I think we should have a little bit of. I shouldn't say fun, but this is where it gets interesting. I'm going to read some of these, and we can kind of go back and forth and or talk about them or whatever. But some of these accounts are wild, and I would suggest a they're written in today's English on the internet. So yeah, bear with us. Bear with us on this, but also try to sift through some of it, you know, because it's the way I look at things is. Where there's smoke, there's fire. So there's a little bit of truth in some of this stuff. Whether it's all 100% real is hard to tell. Some of these people sound absolutely desperate for help, Yes. Though. And that is, it's it gives me goosebumps reading some of them. Like they're just, they're absolutely. Just, it's a cry. It's a cry for help to for someone to get in contact with them. Yeah. Like this, this very first one, the guy... I mean, here, I'll just read it. I've I've emailed you a few times and no response. I have three implants and need them out. I have x-rays. I'm 36 and this is ruining my life. The aliens are still here. I don't know why I thought they abduct you, then leave. Not mine. They stay here 24-7. And I'm sure you think it's a joke. Just send a, Just spend a day with me and I'll prove it. Also, I've seen much more stuff than any other abducted has ever mentioned. So I'm at a loss for words. I have pics and videos to prove. Any doubt you have, please contact me. They even go as far to leave their phone numbers yes. on a public forum. Like if that's not if that's not throwing your lifeline out there, you know, like what else is? Yep. And, and it's just account after account. And we're pulling these if anyone wants to go and look. It's on uh the MUFON's website, MUFON.com. You can go there, search alien implants, and it'll bring up a bunch of different <laughs> um stories and articles written and these are just the comments that were posted yeah. publicly on here you're it talking is, like like on this one is a thousand comments a thousand that's an awful lot of people to be suffering from the same kind of mental psychosis as they were trying to pin dr lear on yeah and there, this guy i had a small thing removed from my ear by the Omstead medical group in rochester minnesota it caused headaches vision issues Thought I could see things ahead of time. Couldn't drive at night. Ringing, etc. They got really weird about the whole thing and never charged me or my insurance. They sent me to Mayo Clinic. Wouldn't send results to me. Immediate relief scares me still. That's wild. Yeah. Mayo's like cancer clinic, right? I I have no idea, to be honest with you. But the fact that they wouldn't send him any results, that's bizarre. Yeah. And we ask, if you do... Go on to the MUFON website and look these up. Please do not contact the people that are leaving their phone numbers. Do not give them any grief or anything yeah. like that. Because these, one way or another, these people are begging for help. Like, here's one I found on the article that I was reading. The woman states, I need help. I'm so scared of people thinking I'm crazy and that I suffer alone. I remember after I was abducted that I was waiting until they could transport me back. Sounds crazy, but I recall it like yesterday. The implant is in my head. Sometimes it buzzes nonstop or feels like someone is tuning a radio in my head. I'm alone and I don't know where to start, but I know I want them out. I'm 100% positive that it's there. I know I probably won't hear back because just writing this makes me sound crazy. I live in Canada. Here's my phone number. Please help me. I get some support. I would go and get x-rays to prove this. And then the first one that I went over, he 
people started asking him questions and everything, and he, he responded back, and he said, yes, they called me. They told me that I have the worst case abduction MUFON has ever heard of, and they said they would be in touch with me about helping me. That was two years ago, and he still has the implants in his body. I still have aliens stalking me every night and the UFO above my house every night. But one thing has happened. Five aliens came and saw me at my friend's house on Valentine's Day. They stood in her window for over an hour trying to talk to me. They squawked like birds. But my friend saw them clear as day. Yeah. She freaked out and passed out. They did something to her to make her pass out, but she clearly saw them before she was out. She would see the UFO every night while she was with me. It would follow us in the car, so she kind of knew the aliens were fucking with me, but she wasn't prepared to see the actual aliens. I've seen them many times before, but not like I did that night. One looked like a small human wearing a crown and holding a walking stick with lots of jewels. I don't know, dude. What? And then they all lit up, and I swear on my kid's life, his face started to change to many other faces. So I started to tell it to imitate a certain person, and it did. It changed into my twin brother, my mom, my friend. Uh, it even changed into my dog. This, I swear. I'm I'm 38 That's years terrifying. old. This is no joke. I have no reason to lie, but my reason to tell y'all about this is because I feel special knowing that aliens are real without a doubt. So I want y'all to know for a fact, look, I'm not some nerd on here playing games because I have nothing better to do. That is like the shape-shifting thing just Fs with me because then you don't know what's real and what's not. Nuts. Here's another one from mine. Remembered the scream memory of abduction in 2013. Life was normal until then. I was an English professor and a writer. Then the memory recall. Then what was most certainly severe stalking. I'm not sure I have an implant, but I have significant audio and visual disturbances since 2013. Not constantly, but rather sporadic at times. One instant was a single, quite loud electronic beep inside my head one night. I sat up, turned on the light, and was rather disturbed for the rest of the night. Bouts of serious vertigo led me to to a neurologist. I had a 3T MRI which showed a 1 centimeter perfectly round area of hypersensitivity in my cerebellum. Five neurologists later, we still don't know what it is. It may be a benign tumor or some other lesion, though I have to wonder. Also, I had other, many other body scans between 2012 and 2015. For that period of time, just before and after the flashbacks, I became oddly obsessive with finding something in my body that didn't belong there. So I had multiple scans done on my body, and you bet there were a couple of very odd anomalies. There were neither artifact or imaging errors. I've shown some physicians, and they are entirely puzzled. I would love and hate to know what these are. Yeah, I wouldn't know it. I wouldn't want to know what they are. But, dude, imagine that. Imagine laying in bed and you hear like a beep, like a like something's turning on inside, <laughs> inside your, your head. Brain. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, dude. That would, I don't know what I do. That would suck so bad. I would probably write it off as me. Just, I probably would yeah, too. I'd be like, oh, it's it's whatever. It's my brain. Here's another. Hi, I've had a small lump in my inner in my inner thigh for a while that has not been there my entire life. I've never had surgery done, and there should be no scar tissue, seeing that I've never had any kind of accident. The only ET encounter I can say I had was around ages 19 to 21, when my then-boyfriend at the same time said that he awoke to three men standing at the foot of our bed. He said he tried waking me up, but I wouldn't, and then he went back to sleep. I'm skeptical about the whole thing, but I can't deny that there's a hard object lodged 
within my left inner thigh that should not be there. Dude, that sucks. Seeing three people at the foot of your bed. Yeah. I've had those types of feelings and stuff, and it sucks. Which we'll get into in our next episode. Right. It, it Spoiler sucks. alert. But here, here was a story which I found pretty cool. It says, hello, back in 1991, my dad was retired from the military and witnessed him shocked and kidnapped by what looked like two CIA agents or some other government agents. Maybe it was the men in black. But they left a guy behind that looked just like him. Later found out by spying on him that he was really a reptilian cloaked as a human. Well, piss. (laughs) It got real, real fast. Yeah. Shocked the pants off me when I found out. I was in shock by the whole thing. Then he took me somewhere where I was forced to sign papers against my will. Then they did all kinds of evil experiments on me and put an implant in my waist. Looks like an upside-down triangle or diamond-looking shape under my skin. I feel like I know what's going on around me, almost like a gift they gave me, but at the same time have problems understanding and remembering things. I think the aliens did an experiment on on me like, if I am killed, I come back to life. They did something to me that's unexplainable. And this, uh, nope, I got, I got two more that I'd really like to go over. That one, that one's re- relatively weird. I mean, he gets into CIA agents, which could possibly be men in black, but then jumps right into rept- reptilians. And that's, then, you, then you have like a cloning replacement thing going on. That's a lot to unload. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm new. I just read your post and I can say that my case is the same, including every fact you mentioned, except that I don't know whether I have implants or not, but I was conscious during several surgeries to my side and in through my belly button down to my nuts. I would very much like to speak with you and others like you. They are around me 24 seven. Also, I hear everything that's going on, but can't see my room glows, bright colors, mainly red. All kinds of lights and patterns and sequences, sonic booms. They are always touching me, and much more happens. I could go on and on. I was told 19 years ago that I am very powerful, but I sense that I am being suppressed somehow, and it's frustrating. The one line out of this one and the other one that gets me is they are with me 24-7. What does that mean? Yeah, why do these people, unless it's like them stating that they're monitoring them with the implants being with them but that that first one that you read where he said they're around me all the time i can show you that f's with me dude it's creepy you know is it is it something that they're like in his head and they're all like they're allowing him to know like hey we're with you we're we're listening to you watch what you say yeah or are they there in some type of physical aspect whether it's in their UFO or next to him. That's crazy. Here I have one. It says, I think I may have implants, but I'm not sure. When I was younger, I experienced lost time and a crippling, unexplainable fear of extraterrestrials. I also developed a very severe lymph node infection on one side of my head and a double ear infection. Now I have two hard bumps at the base of my skull that weren't there before. I'm 16 and I've received mental health evaluation, but have been found to be sound of mind, of sound mind. Sometimes the bumps get hot without any reason, 
and I will be overcome with a sense of fear and anxiety, feeling like I am detached from my own body. Yet mental health professionals have told me I'm fine. I've heard strange metallic scraping noises, voices, and phone calls, as well as 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 well as heard computerized voices that no one else has heard. What? I've seen several UFOs, but have no waking recollection of an abduction. Though I have dreams about aliens often. Sometimes when I'm falling asleep, everything is buzzing, and I feel as if though I'm flying out of my body. I'm so scared, and I feel as if I'm alone because everyone I've told about this writes it off as me being crazy, not sure what I should do. The next reply came about two years later. I have an identical story. Would look out the window around age six and be frightened and begging for for no alien invasions. Had no clue why I was so afraid. Have dreamed vividly my whole life since of the same things that formed... Where did it say that? Had no clue why I was so afraid. Have dreamed vividly my whole life since and the same thing formed behind right behind my ears. I've asked and gotten no explanation from doctors. Nope. That's... <laughs> I don't know. Some of these stories... Like I said, I feel like... With some of them, you got to kind of sift through some of this stuff. But I'm not discrediting these people by any means. Cause Could you imagine being 16 years old and, like, the only solace you find is on a UFO website yeah. forum, post yeah. forum? Like, this, that girl was clearly reaching out for help. If you put yourself, if you go to a psychiatrist, a mental health professional, and you're like, hey. Oh, they're going to tell you you're crazy. This is what's going on. And they're like... No, it's not. You're cool. You're fine. That's even worse. They're not saying she's crazy. They're saying you're you're fine. That is worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like she. Because can't I even, guess if you were crazy, you'd know. She can't even write it off as it's being, as her being crazy because they're telling her she's not. Yeah. Which makes it all the more real, which is probably worse than it being something in your mind. Well, and then the fact that you're 16 and you found this website. Of all websites to find. Like, you're clearly on there searching, looking for some somebody to listen and help you. Yeah, and I feel like for a 16-year-old, the topic alien implants is probably not at the top of your list. You know no. what I'm saying? Like, you wouldn't... You have a lot of things going on in your life, and aliens aren't one of them. Exactly. When you're 16. Especially... I can't speak for 16-year-old girls, but as a 16-year-old boy, my life was wild. Yeah, and I mean, I, I had my experiences back then, but I never really got into the implant thing. You know what I'm saying? Never just, like, came up. Yeah. I think whenever I discovered it, one day when I was telling you the story about what I found in my chest, and that's how it all kind of buggered off into into that realm. It's... It hits hard because everyone's asking for the same thing. Like, they're not looking for notoriety. They're just looking for help. They just want the yeah. shit to stop. They're leaving phone numbers, emails, everything to be in contact with people who can help remove these objects. This one is weird. It starts out, have you found what you're looking for? I as well have a buzzing sound and some high-pitched sound, kind of like a hearing aid, but none near me. Lights tend to get brighter when I am near and feeling a bit worse than usual. My phone malfunctions often and sometimes acts like I'm touching the screen to select things when I only hold it and my fingers aren't near the screen. I've heard what sounded like feminine tone voices coming from the passenger side door speaker of my car. I had a friend ride with me and they commented on it and after the comment was made aloud, it hasn't happened since. At my old job, very nice cars would pull up and park in front of the place I was cleaning dressed in nice business attire and just sit and then they would leave always from the same state 
I have big time lapses where either I just have no memories at all or it seems extremely odd. Kind of 3D half cartoonish dream, but wasn't a dream. For a while, nothing looked right at all, but that's wearing off. I get chatter a lot. Not sure where from. I developed an overpowering fear of the dark. No explanation for that. Seems like all of a sudden everything in my life went rapidly downhill. I found that if I act like nothing happened and try to go on, I get less and less reoccurrences, but if I start showing the things I'm feeling and going through, it picks up. There are several other things. I get a lot of half memories that are there for a second and then just gone again. My hazel eyes for a few months turn blue. I looked and can't find any reason for that. I have a decent sized knot on the back of my head. I can feel it move a bit, even though it's hard. Not quite fixed like a bone, but it pretty much stays in the same spot. I'm okay with being crazy if that's what it is, but I sure would like all the other stuff to go away. I don't like that story. It's fucked that one, up. That one messes with me because let's assume, let's let's say aliens are 100% real. Now, we would be under the assumption that they don't speak our language, right? I mean, that would be my guess. You would think not. Now, maybe they are of a higher intelligence and they could figure it out. Or maybe they could use it like like those like those Frank boxes ghosts use that tune oh, in yeah, different right, frequencies. Right, 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 right. That's what made me think like it's trying to. But initially, like me hearing that story, I didn't right out of the gate think alien. And it kind of ties in with this story a little bit, I feel like. This story is really wild, but there's there's something that I think you should pay attention to in this story. So I'm going to read it, sift through it, and you'll know what I'm talking about. This guy claims he's a failed super soldier. I'm not fully human. I have at least three more kill switch implants in my brain. The one detonated last night was the first I remember, but perhaps not the only one they have pushed. They have tried to kill me for a long time. Seeing what will work to actually defeat a real super soldier is the goal. I have tried to tell other people. They find it hard to believe. Until I do something impossible in front of them. But I am defective, and I am losing my reasons to even keep living. I was born to be a weapon. My father was level 7 secret MP army. My uncle retired as a sergeant major of the U.S. Army. There is nothing I can do, but I will say this. Not all abductions are by aliens. I'm not always asleep when they come. I hear them with my ears. Some are human and very very likely American, but not always. If you hear them with your essence, they are probably not. And when you read that to me before we started recording and you said not all of the abduct are aliens, not all abductors are aliens, I was like, oh, shit. That's why I kind of feel like it could tie into the story you just read because they were getting... Almost like feedback, like, like, um, with certain like old school walkie talkies. I'm sure people remember picking up conversations down the road from phone calls. People having phone calls and stuff. Yeah. Okay, and I kind of feel like maybe that like, let's pretend that it was an alien, but the government actually took this person, is doing some type of genetic experiments on them. They implanted them with something to manipulate her eyes and all this shit that's yeah, going that's... on and it's like whatever's in her is feeding back you know she's hearing uh like the woman's voice in the speaker like it's like it's transmitting and it's kind of on the fritz a little bit or something so i kind of feel like it tied it's... in a little bit there and or almost like it's making it's just tweaked enough to where she feels like she's crazy like you know like, yeah oh, which yeah. i mean that would be effective it's so 
like I felt so bad for her. She's like, I'm okay with being crazy. I just want all the rest of the shit to stop. <laughs> and that's that's not something that no, that's you. A person you're, you're generally does. This is the last one I got. I just found, so I haven't read it all the way through, but I keep looking and finding different crazy stuff. So bear with me here. Been working on my boat for two months. I had it running very well, so I went to Canyon Lake. I've been going there for over 20 years, and I noticed there was a bunch of new carvings on the side of the cliffs. I'm talking cliffs that are three to 400 feet tall. Make a long story short, I kept looking around for clues as to what was going on. The more pictures I took and videos, I believe North Canton, I do not my... Wow. Um, never mind, I'm not going to read this one. <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder if that would be in Illinois. No, it's Arizona. Arizona? Okay. It was kind of hard. Let me get through this. Um, I don't know. He found these carvings on the side of the cliff, and he's talking about it. He stayed out five nights and didn't see them anywhere else. He goes oh, back boy. in. Anyway, I guess, oh, boy. I guess I knew too much. I read a little bit into that, and I can see one word that, I'm not yeah, going to go into stands any, out. I'm not going to go into any details right now, but depending on who notifies me or if anybody notifies me at all, depending on what I think and who did, my life could be in danger. These guys are playing around and they came to my house at 3:45 in the afternoon in daylight and assaulted me. I know I have implants <laughs> in me and I found a small tattoo in place where in a place where look like there is a bum. I can feel tattoos was number four. I had multiple procedures done according to a video that they recorded of the whole attack. I don't remember much about it. I remember me working on my motorcycle. When I got back, I was still there. Some friends came and asked me why I was bleeding on the back of my head the next morning. I discovered the videos. It's been mind-boggling. All different kinds of aliens that were at the house. I'm blown away by the whole thing. I don't know what to do. I need to be examined. I crap blood for two days and I'm afraid to go to the emergency room. I'm afraid to go to my doctor. I'm afraid they will put me in the nut house. They know where I live. I'm afraid because I'm contacting someone. I could be endangered. There are 30 missing people cases in Arizona. I need to find somebody to take the chip out and know what they're doing. I'm going to put, I'm not going to put any contact information here. Uh, just basically please contact me. So this dude was assaulted and chipped and they took videos of it. On his phone. That's what sucks. It's just it's just over that, and over again. <clears throat> that one almost seems malicious. Well, yeah. The fact that they would do that to him and then videotape it on his phone, like, watch this. Yeah, this is what we did. That That's not and the, cool. The, he goes into some information about the assault that I kind of just redacted and left out. But it's yeah, it's probably for the best. Bad. It was for the best. And the more you look, like, we're running, we're running close on time here, but the more you look, it's just case after case after case yeah. after account of people basically the same thing yeah so I, I would suggest that this interest you and you would like to read some of these accounts by all means go through check it out i mean i guarantee you you'll start to feel for these people it is clearly an issue you know and i mean i highly doubt that a thousand people are utterly insane that's just from one post though yeah you know? i know and now that uh, Doctor Lear has passed away, they don't really have no. There's people anyone tried, to look into it anymore. Like they're trying to do it naturally and with earth magnets and all this other stuff. And I don't know that it's working as well. But you know, a couple of things we left out real quick before we get off here. 
I mean, we've seen videos of surgeons trying to take some of these implants out and they actually move away from the instruments. Yeah. You can look at those videos on YouTube. Yeah. Like it clearly, there might, there might even be documentaries on Netflix. Maybe. I believe Dr. Lear has a documentary on Netflix. I think I watched it and you can see these implants clearly moving away. Almost. It almost looks magnetic. Like when you put two opposing ends of a magnet together and they push away from one another. Yeah. That's what it looks like when his it does. instruments go toward these implants. It just moves right away from it. It's bizarre. It is strange. Very strange. It's funny because when we were when you were starting out the episode, I was thinking about these implants and all this weird shit, and I thought up uh, Morgellons disease. Have you ever heard about that? No, I haven't. It's where people start getting a rash, and as they start to pick it, uh, like threads will come out. Oh, like that's fibers. weird. You can look up videos. It's freaking bizarre. I don't want to see it. They pull... And I'm like, well, maybe that has something to do with it. But then I kind of wrote it off as two different things. But someone posted an account of the same thing here. Extraterrestrials may be using microscopic microscopic implants, but more likely they rely on microscopic self-replicating nanotechnology such as Morgellons disease. So they're saying that uh, basically the aliens are copying this or using this to their advantage or creating this creating it and using it self-replicating meaning every strand they pull out is the same as the initial one in there like so like it just keeps making copies oh. of itself so like you no matter what you do you're not getting rid of it yeah that sucks it's weird anyway we're probably gonna have to cut it off there we'll run out of time so yeah if you want to look more into this, there's a lot of information out there. We just scratched Absolutely. the surface. Yep. Look into get on Dr. Move Lear. On. Get on a MUFON. Check it out. And yep. Dr. Lear. Look up all these accounts. It's it's sad. I hope these people find the help that they're looking for. Yeah. But until then, check us out at all our social medias and listen to us on your podcast apps. That's how we're going to wrap it up. So thanks for joining in again. And until next time, let's get weird. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.